right, we're back for another episode of Millennials and Mimosas. I'm Madison Morsh, and I'm here with Kim Baker. And this is week two in a row that we are recording at our designated time. Guys, you should be so proud of us right now. I'm proud of me. Yeah, I'm proud of me too. I'm even more proud that I got my butt to a workout class before we did this. Yeah. Kim hit me this morning with, oh, can we record later? I have a workout class. And I was like, yeah, maybe (laughs) I'll work out too. And then I just decided to go shopping at Free People and spend $200, so... And then show up at my door with a pizza. Yeah. Hashtag really healthy habits, people. I'm crushing it right now. And now we're drinking wine. (laughs) I'm literally following my protein shake with a glass of wine. I don't know. Does that, like, complement your palate? Wine and uh, and, uh, a I mean, it it, it was like a vanilla, so I feel like this, what is this, Pinot Grigio? Yeah. I feel like that kind of has, like, vanilla hints. There you go. Don't ask me. I'm not a wine connoisseur, especially We're going to do wine. pairings of wines with different protein <laughs> shakes. Yeah. I think that's Next the content. Segment. That's the content that people need. That is really, like, totally our vibe. Just a great balance of, like, healthy and unhealthy. I mean, I think that's the story of my life right there. But, yeah, so I started this new... I didn't really start it. I'm in the free trial period, so. Obviously, you got to do the free trial period. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's I a- think I've done the free trial period of every workout type in Charlotte. Oh, yeah. At this point. Cycle Bar, <laughs> Orange Theory, every yoga studio that's out there. Oh, yeah. But this one, I mean, it's hard as fuck, I will say. And so, I this one is F45? Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure if it's hard just because I'm really out of shape from quarantine or if it's just, like, an intense workout. I think it's a little bit of both. It's like a hit class, right? Yeah. So it's like intervals. Well, obviously, yeah, hit. So, and they do like pods of different exercises and you rotate and it's like 40 or 60 seconds on, 20 second off, and then you switch. Yeah, I'd probably die. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I realize like I'm not good at working out after work because like I just stare at a screen all day. I already have a headache. If I don't eat lunch, like, mm-hmm. I'm crawling to a workout class at 5.30 and I'm dying already. So. Yeah. I feel like the only workouts I can really enjoy after work are yoga because it's like a decompressor. Oh, yeah. But actual intense workout classes I would prefer to do in the morning. Right. I mean, Get the I, day going. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm doing it again 7 a.m. tomorrow, so. Damn. <laughs> rushing it. But the reason I like this one better than other ones I've tried is because it's not, like, super culty. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) I know you know what I mean. No, like, I don't know if other people in other cities experience this, but the workout places in Charlotte are so culty. Like, you literally go to Orange Theory and all the bitches have their ponytails, like, on top of their fucking heads. Lululemon, head to toe. (laughs) And And they know all the coaches and they're, like, giving them special attention. I'm over here, like, dying on the treadmill. And they're like, who is this bitch? (laughs) They're like, are you going to throw up, ma'am? Are you good? (laughs) And they all wear, like, crop tops. Like, none of them wear full shirts. Yeah. And it's the same at all the cycle places, too. I'm, like, I literally am so intimidated to go to any cycle class because I'm always, like, I forgot what shoe size I am. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how to clip into the bike right. (laughs) I have not been to a cycle class since the last one I went to because I had, like, a traumatizing experience. I showed up, like, kind of late. And showing up late to a workout class, I think we've talked about this, like, is really stressful because you just, like ruin your whole class you're just like flustered and you can't relax and get a good workout yeah but I showed up like two minutes before a cycle class started and it was like already really freaking dark in there and I couldn't see anything and I was trying to clip in I didn't know like the height to do my seat because it was only like my third or fourth class so I kind of like forgot 
how to do whatever. I mean, honestly, even if you've been to 10 classes, it's fucking hard. Yeah. And it was, it's like, It's like a painful. workout getting ready for the workout. Right. And, like, oh, my gosh. Speaking of culty, like, all the girls that were in the cycle bar classes that I would go to, like, had their own custom shoes, and it was just way too much. Yeah, they have, like, the instructor commenting on like all of their instagrams like yes queen yeah. and i'm like how are you friends with the instructor and they're front row every single time i'm like god put me in the back corner please <laughs> um i so feel you on that yeah. i need to get back in my workout game i've just been doing like self-taught <clears throat> yoga and running but i'm so ready for gyms to fully reopen i know your gym's kind of illegally open right now but yeah i'm pretty sure it is but <laughs> i'm not complaining i don't hey. even know if i was supposed to say the name of it because i don't want anyone to uh I think it's fine. I I don't think any of the podcast listeners are going to be, like, hitting up. It's actually, it's, like, really sketchy, though, because they have screens that tell you what to do, and, like, there's a big, like, overlay on the screen that says, like, error, studio, close, but you can still, like, see the exercises, like, the videos behind it. Oh, wow. And, like... That's major sketch. (laughs) (laughs) And they're, like, nothing's on the website, like, nothing's on their social media, like, reopening. Yeah. Wait, how did you even find out they were open? I got an Instagram ad. Well, Garst did, and then she sent it to me, so we signed up together. She did the first class with me, but I think she's kind of bowed out already. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it was just, like, really sketchy, and I they texted me after I signed up, and they were like, hey, just saw you sign up for the free trial. Like, have you scheduled your first class yet? And I was like, no, I thought I was signing up for, like, a future trial because, obviously, gyms aren't open in North Carolina. Right, yeah. And she's like, nope, we're open as of... Monday because of executive order 141 and I was like okay whatever I'm not gonna like dig deep into it yeah so then I just downloaded that <laughs> some app sort and of fucking loophole <laughs> and they took my temperature when I got there and like it was a really limited class size obviously and like yeah. we were six feet apart I guess but when you're moving around like every minute and like coming in contact with people's airspace I guess yeah. it's really not that safe but and look at me after I just like bitched at everyone about wearing masks last week but hey you know we're all hypocrites in one way or another. <laughs> yeah, plus, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so over it, especially because I had to cancel my Key West trip that I talked about last, last week. Last week, I know. So, well. I'm really sad. My, um, actually, to get serious, my sister, my half-sister in Brooklyn apparently has COVID. She hasn't gotten her test results back, but she has, like, all the symptoms, and she's been really sick. It's so scary. Yeah, so my whole family freaked out, basically, and was like, don't go to Key West, and It's hard because, like, I know not going won't help my sister get better. Right. But, like, I understand their concern. I don't want to, like, go against my family. Yeah, Yeah. you just want to, like, do your part to, like, kind of stay responsible. Right. But I also want to be selfish. And I know that that's, like, what every (laughs) millennial out there is struggling with. Like, I'm just going to live my life and, like, fuck corona. And if you are immunocompromised, like, don't go out. But I just feel like it's so, it's such a gray area. Like, yeah. it's not that simple. Well, speaking of, like, people getting corona, one of our friends texted us last night. Hits us up about <laughs> this girl he's been, like, on and off talking to from a dating app. <laughs> and is like, yo, I was straight up convinced that, like, she had COVID and that's why she was ghosting me, whatever. Or he was just trying to, like, find an excuse for, like, the reason that she wasn't texting him back. But it was weird because they were totally vibing, I guess, before all of this started going down and then like in the beginning of May she just like stopped responding to him literally stopped responding to him for like six plus weeks and then out of the blue the other day texts him and is like yeah 
when I say text, I mean she sent him a fucking novel, so she clearly is still into him, but was like, so I thought I had COVID, but then I didn't, but then I did end up having it, and my life has been crazy, my boss is moving me to a new city, like... Oh my gosh. I still want to hang out with you, though, and I'm like, the fuck? Wait, how do you have, like, corona for six weeks? I don't think she... Well, (laughs) I don't think she actually had it for six plus weeks. I think it was, like, an on-again, off-again talking situation, and then she was Mm. sick for, like two weeks and then she found out she had to move for work and like her life has been turned upside down oh, so geez yeah honestly 2020 has just like really it's a fucking whirlwind yeah. every other day i don't know what's happening <laughs> and i hate those memes that come out and they're like what's next like what's gonna come in july like alien envision july 2020 i saw something i need to get off facebook but someone posted some quote or meme or whatever and then people are commenting, like, different articles of, like, random shit that's happening right now. And someone was, like, posting this article that was talking about <clears throat> don't flush your drugs down the the toilet because they're making alligators, like, if it's, like, cocaine or something, it's making, like, super alligators. Oh, my God. Obviously, I didn't click the There's link. no way. There's <laughs> no like, way that's real. <laughs> I was like, I hate it here. I just... <laughs> well, speaking of typical quarantine activities... Kim, you have a little surprise for us. Yes, um, a little four-pound vicious surprise. <laughs> My boyfriend actually got a puppy as of last Friday, so, so I don't know why I didn't announce it last pod, but... I think we were going to talk about it, and, like, time just got away from us. Yeah, but... and it wasn't really real then, but it's very real now. Oh, like, major key real. <laughs> I slept with him obviously over the weekend and then last night for the first time like since she's been in her routine and it was just crazy she like actually does pretty well sleeping through the night but when she does wake up to go pee like yeah she's up for like an hour and she wants to play and so she's a boykin spaniel i mean yeah that's puppy shit though yeah and for those of you who know about boykin spaniels they're like super vicious not vicious i hate to say the word vicious but like high energy she reminds me of like a little Stitch, like, from Lilo and Stitch, where he's, like, running around and, like, rolling in balls and just, like, eating everything and, like, <laughs> clawing at you and climbing on everything. That's literally her, but she's, like, so tiny right now, so. Wait, I want to meet her so I know, you have to come meet her. Badly. I can't believe I haven't met her yet. The fact that it's literally been, like, five days and I still haven't met her is honestly, it's a tragedy. I know, and she's honestly getting bigger, like, by the day. So I know, puppies get you're big out. so fast. It's crazy. <laughs> But let me tell you, she has sharp teeth and she has sharp claws and she will bite your toes and scratch your legs, but it's like so playful right now. Yeah. And she can't walk yet. And she can walk. She can't go on walks yet because she gets so distracted and she loves to eat leaves and eat the grass and like pick up mulch and sticks and like, (laughs) it's just, it's such a whirlwind of like emotion. Yeah. I mean, Trigger is four and he literally still eats leaves. So (laughs) I don't know what to tell you on that one. (laughs) I know. It's funny because like she does things that I see in Trigger and I'm like, I guess that's just something that will never go away. Like when she like pees or poops, she like walks while she does it and just like leaves like a trail. Yeah. I don't know why dogs do that. It's the strangest (laughs) thing. Can't you just go to the bathroom in one place? Right. And I feel bad because she'll like walk up and start like eating a leaf and I'll try to like pull her away. But then she, like, starts to poop at the same time, and I don't want to pull her away while she's pooping. <laughs> it's just, like, a new world for me, because I've never had, like... You're a parent now. I know. Well, see, that's the weird thing. It's, like, obviously, it's not my puppy, but I feel like this is, like, a co-parenting relationship. Yeah, I mean, it is. He's the primary caregiver, but you are 
very close a second. Yeah. And it's weird because, like, when he got her, I was like, oh, it's not going to be a big deal. But I was like, why am I low-key jealous of this puppy, like, taking away my attention? And then we Dude, were talking. I'm we were telling like, <laughs> you. It's like a kid, honestly. Yeah. Like, we'll be having a conversation and he's like, yeah, so Lucy this, Lucy that. And I'm like, okay, back to me, though, because I was talking. <laughs> And we were talking, we were like, I think we need to, like, carve out some time for each other. Like, let's go on a date night. And, like, so we're going to dinner tomorrow um, at the new place, Restoration Hardware. Ah, oh, very get to nice. That. But I was like, is she going to be okay in her crate for, like, two hours? Like, are you going to be worrying the whole time? Should we get, like, a puppy sitter? Like, is that a thing? <laughs> I was like, why do I feel like I'm a parent of a toddler right now? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's, a, I mean, it's crazy. I have never been a, the mother of a puppy or a child, for that matter. So I definitely don't understand the responsibility. I was talking to Ross about it. I was like, you know, I never even realized the responsibility of a dog until you, like, left me with Trigger for 10 days when you went on vacation. And I was like, fuck, this is, like, a lot of work. Yeah. And he's, like, the easiest dog in the world. Oh, yeah. Like, doesn't bark only needs to be taken out a few times, like, is very chill, just, like, wants to be pet, and that's it. <laughs> but even then, I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm out day drinking. I got to go back and take the puppy out. Right. It's, like, constantly in the back yeah, of Yeah, so I feel like, I don't know. It's definitely so much more responsibility. Like, you see the Instagrams, and you're like, oh, my God, yeah, I could do it. But you don't really realize Oh yeah. the yeah. other side. You don't realize the lack of sleep you get. Oh, my gosh. Well, speaking of Instagram, uh, follow Lucy at I love Lucy the Boykin. Such a cute Instagram name. <laughs> I love it. I'm not going to lie. I, like, secured this Instagram name. Not that I really think anyone would take it because there's not a ton of Lucy Boykins out there. You never know. But I had this account for, like, a month before we got her just because I wanted to secure the username. Hey, um, keep that yeah. IP on t- on lock. <laughs> She is pretty cute. Um, I am the social media manager, so I run the account. Shoot me a DM, and I'll um, oh team follow back. So team follow back. I love it. Oh my god, that's amazing. Um, but yeah, it's weird because I like told Nick too when we first got her. He was like making his like little puppy voice. Like when I was holding her, he's like, "Oh, like is mommy holding you?" And I was like, "Well, not her mom." Don't don't put me in that position. <laughs> you don't you don't want to be considered the mom yet. I think it was just me and my commitment issues. I was like, okay, <laughs> no, like I am dad's girlfriend. I'm not your mom. Like it's like a stepchild I, almost. I understand that. I he feel put like... my cell phone number on the collar. I was like, I think we need to talk about this. <laughs> he was like, why are you freaking out? I was like, I know, but wow, that's a really serious step in your relationship. <laughs> um, Ross calls like me triggers mom and I feel like it took a long time for us to get there but now that we've been dating for two years and live together it's like okay I'm your mom now I feel like you called yourself triggers mom before Ross did <laughs> probably <laughs> I was obsessed with trigger from like the moment I met him so oh yeah Madison will like do photo shoots with trigger like every weekend I would literally just like post like whatever you call it portrait mode oh, yeah. photos of trigger like all the time and ross is like oh my god stop i know i will say she's like soul in my heart though and she's now my phone background and once they're your phone background there's no looking back yeah seriously <laughs> i'll like catch myself at work like looking at videos and photos of her i'm like she's so cute oh my god have y'all ever thought about getting another dog um ross has considered it i've talked about it with him but it's just hard, like, living where we live now. It's not big enough for two dogs, mm-hmm. and I don't know how Trigger would feel if we got another dog. 
Oh, he would be so upset. He's he's such Ross an attention whore. Yeah, and like I don't know. I mean, two dogs would be fun. I just feel like I would have to live in a house first. Yeah, and you would definitely would... need a king bed. <laughs> oh to my fit god, all four of you in there. <laughs> yeah, trigger alone is like fifty pounds. A hundred. Oh, literally ninety six. <laughs> the vet told me or told Ross that he needed to lose five pounds. Five pounds, seriously. So we've been like feeding him slightly less food. And you can tell he's, like, always hungry, and it makes me really sad. Oh, my God, that is sad. But we feed him, like, table food all the time, so he's well, really... Well, that's why he needs to lose five pounds, because <laughs> yeah, Ross is good cooking. That's true. Yeah, Lucy is, like, she's a grazer, and apparently Boykins, like, won't ever overeat, so... Okay, well, that's good. I'm on this Facebook page, too. God, I really oh. am a dog mom. You are literally a mom. <laughs> the fact that you're even on Facebook, I'm rolling my eyes. Wait, on Facebook? Yeah. You don't have a Facebook? I mean, I have one, but I literally only use it for, like, event invites. Okay, well, since I've joined all these groups, like, the Amazon shopping group, which has, like, changed my life and my bank account. (laughs) But now I'm in this Boykin Spaniel Lovers Facebook group that actually my friend from college added me to because he has a Boykin, and he got him from the same breeder. Oh, cool. Um, But it's, like, changed my life. There's, like, all these people on there, like talking about tips and they're picking up their puppies and I'm like liking all these pictures of puppies. Dog parents are literally psycho so yeah. Well I I posted pictures of Lucy in the (laughs) group. Oh fucking course you did. (laughs) But I was just posting to ask like what kind of treats that they like because we got her like two different kinds of treats and she like Mm -hmm. won't really eat them but I think well judging by the responses some puppies just don't really eat treats when they're that young. She's only eight weeks as of today. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah, people were like, she's so cute. The post got like over 250 likes and oh, it has like 60 comments. You're like Facebook famous up in this bitch. It's not even me. I think it's just the crazy Boykin lovers in yeah, the group. I was like, oh my God, this is like a whole, talk about cult. It's a cult. Oh my God. And people on there have like seven Boykins. They're like, we've only ever had Boykins. And like, I did not realize that it was such a... I feel like so many people are like that about specific dog breeds, but I, like, am not discriminatory of dog breeds. Like, I like all dogs. Like, I'm not just like, oh, I need to have labs or, like, oh, I need to have poodles. I've always been a fan, like, I guess because growing up we had a golden retriever and then we had, like, a mutt. She was, like, a terrier mix of something. Yeah. And then, like, I've always had friends with different dog breeds, so I've never been, like, specifically drawn towards one. Right. And I feel like I've had friends who've had the same dog breeds, but, like, one's well-trained, the other isn't. So, like, like, I've never really been like, oh, I don't want that breed because X, Y, Z. You're like, I want this breed because they're nicer. I totally think it has 100% to do with how you train it. I think it does, too. Like, definitely, like, temperament, energy level, like, has somewhat to do with the breed, but... Right, for sure. I mean, isn't Trigger, like... Trigger is half lab, half Great Dane. So, I think his chill side comes from the half Great Dane, Mm -hmm. but he was also very well-trained, so... yeah. For sure. Give and take. Yeah, Ross is trying to give Nick tips on how to train Lucy, but I will say Nick is very soft. He, like, is having (laughs) a really hard time with crate training. Like, we were in bed last night, and he took her out to pee at, like, 5 a.m. because she was crying. But normally she sleeps from, like, 12 to 5, which is pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. And then took her out to pee, and he'll, like, play with her, like, out in the living room for, like, a little bit, put her Mm -hmm. back in the crate. But, like, normally we've been putting her in at midnight when she's, like, already kind of asleep, so she doesn't mm-hmm. cry. Yeah. But when he puts her back in there in the morning, she cries for, like, 20 minutes. Oh, brutal. And he doesn't even, like, let it get to that point a lot of times. He's like, she's crying. Like, what if she has to pee again? I'm like, she literally just went out. She's yeah. trying to test you. Yeah. She just wants attention. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, how can you sleep through that? I'm like, I don't know. Just, like, ignore it. I mean, he could put the crate in the living room and close it the is, door. It is in the living room with oh. the door closed. 
Uh, well, he makes us sleep with the door open because he wants to be able to hear her. I was like, oh my god. Oh my god. Dog parent life. Yeah. So I life's, feel like. <laughs> life's changing for a lot of us. It really is, but. And um, um, speaking of changes, we've got a big, a big life announcement. This is not even, we? not even our lives, just like. Oh, oh. <laughs> a life announcement. Like, uh, so my best friend of like eight years and roommate well, ex-roommate now, is officially engaged. Woohoo! This is the first, I mean, I know you've had close friends get engaged, but mm-hmm. this is the first of my, like, inner circle get engaged. And it's- It's very emotional. Fucking crazy. Like, me and her fiancé planned <laughs> the proposal, like, six times, and it had to be rescheduled because of COVID. Like, it was literally originally supposed to happen in April. And I knew she, like, knew that it was coming, but- and she knew that it had to be rescheduled because, like, <laughs> it's if you knew her, you would understand. <laughs> but we were like, oh, my God, like, we just need to find a weekend to get this planned. So me and him have been, like, secretly texting back and forth for, like, the past month trying to find a date, trying to plan, like, so we had a little after party after the fact and invited, like, family and close friends. And that was, like, a whole thing to get together the guest list and then, like, COVID precautions. It was just an absolute nightmare. Yeah. But we, I literally almost missed, so I was the secret photographer. It happened at a rose garden in Charlotte and I almost missed the proposal, like to take the photos because me and him are like texting to time it up, right? So I walk into the bar of the rose garden and like two of us had masks and the other two of us had forgotten them in the car. You being one that forgot. Yes, of course. Because I literally always forget. I've gotten a lot better in the past week, I swear to God. So one of the other girls, like, I'm holding this, like, nice-ass Nikon, throws me her mask. She's like, well, go. You have to go take the photo. So I'm, like, running through the Rose Garden to, like, figure out where they are. And we snapped all the photos, though. Well, he did tell me. He was like, yeah, I kind of was just, like, timing it based on when they got there. Because, like, obviously when she saw you guys, she, like, knew it was happening. Yeah. So, it was so cute, though, like... But, yeah, it was cute, like, the whole morning, and, like, he he tried to, like, throw her off his tracks, I know, he told me, like, he was like, yeah, I don't think we're gonna go get a drink, like, I'm really tired, like, let's just take a nap, and he's like, okay, if we don't go in the next five minutes, like, we're not going, she's like, okay, okay, I'll get ready really fast. (laughs) Yeah, and I had, like, seen her, um, earlier that morning, and, like, we were talking about, like, her future with him and stuff, and she's like, I just don't know when it's gonna happen, like... I'm like, yeah, I don't know either, like... Oh, my God. I would not be able to keep a straight face. I was... I crushed it, let me tell you, because I was like, oh, I have a birthday party to go to later, because I literally was invited to a birthday party, and I knew some of our other friends were going to be there, so I'm like, okay, like, Maddie's going to post, like, an like an Instagram story or, like, a Snapchat or something, like, from there, and Caroline will see it, and then she'll, like, know that I'm definitely at that birthday party, so she'll, like, her scent will be thrown off, and then... Our other friend, Allie, who, like, drove up from Charleston, had posted an Instagram story from Charleston that morning, so it was, like, clear that she, like, wasn't in Charlotte, even though she had driven up, like, right after she posted the story. So... (laughs) Yeah, and then Nick and I were, like, out at brunch, and she said something about that, too, and I was, like, I mean, we were there, like, two hours before it even happened, but she was, like, yeah, like, I saw everyone's story, and I totally, like, didn't think it was gonna happen today, so... 
everyone, great job. <laughs> also, she wore all white, which, like, I honest to God know that she didn't do on purpose. And I'm sure people are like, oh, my God, she knew she was getting engaged. But she really If you really didn't. knew Caroline, like, it's not a surprise. Like, I thought that, too. And then I was like, no, that's her casual wear for her. That's, like, her normal outfit. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it really all worked out. Yeah. Know? It went off perfectly. And it did. And even the after party, it was it was great. Yeah. It was so cute, and they're so happy. I know. Like, they've been together for so long. I actually knew him before she did. And then, like, when he started, like, sliding into her DMs or whatever, I was like, you should go on a date with him. And she was like, are you sure? And I'm like, no, he's literally, like, an angel. Like, he's such a good guy. Like, Aww. he was, he had, like, the best reputation at our school for just being, like, a good guy. And she was like... You know, she just, like, wasn't the kind of person that dated a lot in college. And then when she, I finally convinced her to go on a date with him, it was, like, love at first date. Aw, <laughs> Wow. Miss Matchmaker over here. Hey, I do what I can. You do have pretty good relationship um, senses, I, I do. I just know. I know if it's going to well, be Well, sometimes. Not, <laughs> not all the time, because uh, sometimes you can be <laughs> very wrong. Yeah, sometimes. But <laughs> anyway, it was a successful engagement, and, like... It's just crazy. I can't believe that we're in the point in life where we have, like, good friends planning weddings and stuff. I know. I really can't either. And, like, I think we did talk about bachelorette parties last trip. Yeah, a last trip podcast. Yeah. Which I don't even want to think about right now because I don't want to plan a trip. It's, like, stressful as fuck. So when are you getting engaged now that you're a dog mom, you know? (laughs) God, I don't even want to talk about that. I actually, strangely enough, had a dream last night that Nick proposed to me. And Isn't it weird when things, like, that are happening around you, like, are happening, and yeah. then you, like, apply them to your own life and your dreams? And it, like, let me tell you, though, the ring was, like, so hideous. And Why I- does that always happen? This, I've had, <laughs> I've literally had so many dreams where Ross has proposed to me, and the ring has been, like, and you have to pretend like you like and it. And I was, like, justifying <laughs> it to myself in my dream, and then I, <laughs> I wake up, and I'm like, oh my god, thank god that wasn't real. Well, I think it was, like, a combination of different things. Like, I... He bought me this, like, ring that I wanted. It was, like, a cheap ring, but I lost the one that I had, so he replaced it. Right. And I have, like, a problem with fidgeting with all my jewelry, which is why I don't wear it a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. I always twist my rings and I, like, take them off. So, in the dream, I kept, like, playing with the engagement ring and losing it, and he was, like, getting so mad. (laughs) And I was like, why does it matter? It's, like, so ugly anyway. But I, like, wouldn't tell him it was ugly, and I was like, I can't be mean. I can't be mean. And, like... And I told him today, and he was like, I'm offended that you think I have bad taste in rings, like, in your <laughs> dream state. I think it's, like, natural for anyone to have that dream that, like, the guy you're with gets you an ugly ring, because I think it's just, like, anxiety-induced. Yeah. Like, I think the dreams are anxiety-induced. <laughs> but it was funny when I told him. But when are you getting engaged? Oh, God. Can I just tell you the number of people that have asked me this question, like, especially since I've been talking about my roommate Caroline, like... I've been, like, talking about the engagement. I've been talking about planning it. I've talked about it now that it's happened. Like, every time I bring it up, someone's like, so you're next, right? And I'm like, honestly, I'm just so not there yet. Yeah. And I feel like everyone kind of moves in different paces. Like, Caroline and her now fiancé do not live together yet. And, like, they're not planning to until they get married. Which is, like... My big and her husband... Waited until they were married. And I know a lot of people that, like, wait until they're engaged to be, like, living together. And then it's, like, for us, like, we're living together now, but, like, we don't really have plans to get engaged, like, next week or anything. Like, yeah. Which I think, I don't know, I just think it kind of depends on the couple, but 
for me, I've always had this in my mindset, not that this is going to happen, but that I was going to get engaged when I was 27. (laughs) I don't know why why that age. (laughs) So I think because growing up, I never wanted to be married super young. Like I wanted to like enjoy my 20s. Like I wanted to like live my life, whatever. And my mom had me when she was 30 and she had my brother when she was 33. And I always thought that was like a good age of a mom. Mm -hmm. And like my mom is like, still like looking hot like oh, yeah. she's like 55 crushing it whatever so i was Shout like out Mary Beth. i was like that is the perfect age to have kids i don't know it's just like i i mean That's it's my so mom funny because like growing up i don't know if it had anything to do with like where i grew up and the people i grew up around who were like pretty southern yeah but i wanted to get engaged i mean this was probably when i was like middle school high school so like right. i really didn't know anything yeah i was like i want to get engaged by like 23 like and married by 25. I oh didn't even God, know how no. long an engagement was at that point. And then I was like, have kids, like, 26 to, like, 29. I wanted four kids. I still want four kids, but we'll see how the first one goes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I was like, I want to be a young mom. Like, I want to settle down and, like, work from – or be a stay-at-home mom. And, like, so much has changed. It's so funny. Yeah, it's, like, that... embarrassing. It's, like, cringy <laughs> for me to, like, look back and think that I ever considered that. See, yeah, for me, I don't know what it is, but, like, I've always been, like, I will get engaged at 27. For some reason, something about that that age was just, like... So if that actually happens to me, it'll be hilarious. Ross, if you're listening, <laughs> Ross straight up told me that he wasn't gonna tell anybody because... He thinks that our entire friend group has big mouths and we can't keep any secrets. I mean, it's it's not wrong. It's not. And I don't think, like, it's necessary to have people help with the engagement. I think it's nice. And I think that, like, Caroline really appreciated it. Well, that Caroline, you guys helped out, but... like, I think everyone kind of wants something different out of their engagement, right? Like, for her, I knew she wanted it to be, like, a production because that's Naturally. the way she is. Um, But I knew that she wanted us to, like, Make sure that there was some sort of, like, professional photographer. I mean, so... <laughs> so you? We tried to get our friend who actually is a wedding photographer to take the photos, but she had a wedding this weekend, and we're not going to just hire some random professional photographer. Like, let's not go too far here. Right. But he had a nice Nikon camera, so I was like, okay, we can make this work. Like, I've got a good eye. <laughs> and then, like, I knew that she wanted her family and his family to be there afterwards. Right. So we wanted to have that all coordinated. But I do think, like, an intimate proposal is also really cool. Like, when people just do it, like, the two of them, I think, I don't know. I've heard so many really awesome stories about that happening. So I feel like it just really depends on your personality. Yeah, and then you can always do an engagement party, like, in the couple months, like, following. Yeah, and I mean, like, there's this podcast host that I'm a fan of who got engaged, like, a a little over a year ago now. And, like, they didn't have any photographer when it happened because he, like, proposed to her, like, in their house or whatever. And I was like, you know what? That's, like, kind of sweet. Like, yeah. to be able to just share that moment and, like, not have anyone else around. Like, even by the end really, of... like, overwhelming, too, I think, when you're, like, in that moment and then everyone comes out of the bushes and you're like, holy <laughs> shit, like... Well, yeah, and, like, so by the end of the weekend, like, Caroline and I had been talking on the phone, like, Sunday afternoon after everyone kind of parted ways. Her family left. His family left. But... It was, like, they had a brunch on Sunday, and we all partied on Saturday night, like, to 2 a.m., and it's, like, <laughs> I'm, like, they literally have not had a second alone together since their actual engagement, which is crazy, like, yeah. that it took them, like, 48 hours to even have, like, that intimate time together. Yeah. And I feel like that's just, like, so much, like, stimulus. stimulation. Yeah. yeah. Like, total, like, sensory overload. So, 
I don't know. I feel like everyone kind of wants something different, but... So you want yours to be less stimulation? Well, I mean, like, if I... If Ross is the one, he's not He's not going to do that because he's not going to tell anyone. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's, like, But so he doesn't strike me as, like, someone who does a big production either, you know? But I don't think I would want that. I mean, I would prefer it to be in, like, a picturesque place, like... Yeah. You know... But you can do it in a picturesque place without... Without a thousand yeah. people. No, I totally agree. Like, I want to get engaged on a boat. A sailboat. I fuck with a sailboat <laughs> engagement. Um, and I actually wanted that before I saw, um, Summer House. Okay, yeah, I forgot that. When proposes to Amanda, it was perfect. But they also had the camera crew there already, so it wasn't, like, totally, like, seclusive. Yeah, right. I mean, obviously, it's for a reality TV show. Yeah, but at least they had, like, a video of it, so they can always look back at that, you know? I think yeah. that's kind of cool. No, that was cool. But, no. Yeah, something, like, intimate like that. Yeah. I feel like that would be would be an interesting way. I mean, I, obviously, there's a million ways. I don't know if I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I will say, like, my two absolute no's are proposing to me in a restaurant. Oh, no. Literally go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, there is no restaurant that is good enough for me. Yeah. Like, and I don't want people that I don't know around to, like... That is an absolute no. And then sporting events, absolute no. Oh, my God. This is, like, how I say I never want to be on the kiss cam. Yeah, but, like, the kiss cam is one <laughs> thing, but, like, a I fucking engagement, like... If you get engaged, you're definitely going to end up on the Jumbotron, I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. It's, like, I... It is my absolute nightmare to be, like, getting proposed to with, like, a Jumbotron camera, like... And, like, millions of people who are strangers around you. And it's, like... How am I going to get engaged with, like, a Panthers jersey on? Like, fuck no. Like, I need to, like, at least look somewhat cute. Come right. On. And I just... Oh God, I feel like that's just such a cop-out for boys. Like, they're in a place where they're having fun. They're Unless, probably a little drunk. Like, yeah. <laughs> not that it wouldn't be planned. Obviously, it would be. But I'd kind of be like, really? Unless you were, like, a <laughs> die-hard fan and, like, and honestly, that, you've yeah. expressed that that's something that you would be, like, interested in. But I would say 90% of females do not want to be proposed to in yeah. a restaurant Unless or you're, a like, sporting extreme, event. like, I want a lot of attention, even if it's from strangers I don't care, then, yeah. like, sure, yeah, go on the Jumbotron, like, whatever. But I actually was at a rooftop bar, the one on top of the AC Hotel in okay. South Park. Is that... Oh, okay. It's, like, called, called Cordial. Okay. Um... Took us, like, an hour and a half to get up because COVID, you know. But it was cool once we got up there. It was, like, uh, an open patio on the side, and there was, like, nobody up there because of, like, social distancing. But, like, mm-hmm. it was actually, like, the most appropriate social distancing I've seen at a restaurant yet. Hell yeah. Um, but we got up there, and at first I was, like, so annoyed because we were, like, on this little bench area, and there was this, like, big bench area in the middle that could easily fit, like, eight people. Right. Obviously not during COVID. Mm-hmm. But... If you, like, separated people, you could have easily put, like, three and, like, three on the opposite sides of the right, couch. Right, right, right. But there were these two people just, like, sitting in the middle of it, like, sprawled out. And I was like, what the fuck? Especially because we had just waited, like, an like, hour and a half. fucking rude. And I was like, this is so annoying. And they were, like, obnoxiously FaceTiming people. And, like, then this woman got up to leave. And then they were like, thanks for the champagne. And I, like, looked, and I was like, wait, I think they just got engaged. And I, like, couldn't stop staring at them. I was, like, so invested in, like, You're if like, I was where's right. where's the ring? Where's the ring? <laughs> and I saw the ring, and they, like, were FaceTiming people, like, yeah. one after another. And then they got up and, like, left eventually, and everyone's like, congratulations. And then I followed the bar on social media, and they posted a picture of them the next day. And they were like, congrats to our, like, first engagement couple, like, oh, of the bar. Oh, that's cute. That's and it cute. was, yeah, it was really cute. And they were a really cute couple, and she had a nice-ass ring, actually. So... I was Not like, like one of the ones in our nightmares. 
Yeah, no. But that was, like, an okay place to get engaged, I think, because it wasn't, like, a super hopping place. Like, right. Like, that was, like, the first weekend they had opened. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was maybe, like, ten other people up there. Yeah. And it was really pretty. Like, the view was gorgeous. You could see, like, uptown the in the background and, like, the sunset. It was, like, sunset time. So I was like, all right, like, a rooftop bar, like, could potentially be a vibe. You know, my old coworker, my old boss, mm-hmm. you know, Navole, the yeah, rooftop yeah, yeah. bar uptown, that's where he proposed to his wife. Nice. Yeah. The pictures were, were beautiful, yeah. so. I don't know. I guess I would just prefer it to have, like, some sort of meaning, like, a spot that you guys like. Or, like, for me, I'm, like, obsessed with sailboats, so, like, on a sailboat. Uh, sailboat, please. <laughs> I don't know if I have, like, a spot. You know what I mean? Like, when but, like, people something do... would be more special to you than, obviously, a, a rooftop bar. I know, Unless like... what's special to you is the view and the pictures, which I could see. Like, yeah. that's kind of you. I mean, like, if Ross proposed to me, like, at Selwyn Pub, I would just be like, no. <laughs> The first place we met. Because, <laughs> you know, like, people, like, do that a lot. Like, the yeah. first place they met. But, like, what if the first place you met is, like, a dirty dive bar? Like, yeah, literally. Yeah, like, like, country club dads and... Yeah. And sports on in the background. That's basically almost worse is it, like, doing it at a sporting event. Literally. <laughs> yeah, I think it's only cute when, like, the first place you met was, like, on a fucking park bench or something. Yeah, when you met in a really cute environment. But I feel like so few people, like, everyone just meets drunk at bars, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, maybe not in quarantine. Or drunk people just slide in your DMs. <laughs> everyone just meets drunk. <laughs> so I have a, a QTNA, for those of you who don't know. It's um question that, questions that need answers. Can I say it took me <laughs> literally forever to figure out what that meant? Like I remember You're the one who showed me what that meant. I thought I was like the last one. Oh my god, I thought I was so stupid for so long because I remember people would text it to me and stuff and I would be like, the fuck does that mean? And I always just was like, Okay, it's questions something and I would just be like, Oh, there's asking a question but I never understood what it meant until I fucking finally Googled it. I was such a lazy ass for like years. Yeah. Well, QTNA, how much or how little is, like, acceptable to talk about, like, I guess a sensitive topic to somebody who it would be sensitive for? So, example, two examples. I frequently talk about my last job and my old boss and my old coworkers to my current boss and coworkers. Right. And again, I don't know if I'm just like super naive and I just don't really like pay attention to people's feelings sometimes. I feel like I'm pretty hyper aware, but I don't think that would bother me. So I'm always like, oh yeah, my last boss like always did this, like just when we're having a conversation. And I don't know, is that like offensive to people you think? I don't think so. I've definitely used it. So my old company was a pretty huge corporation. I now work in a startup environment. So I often compare and contrast the two because they're so vastly different. Right. And how we approach different subjects are very different. So for me, if I'm talking to my boss, who I know has also worked in like corporate America, he and I often kind of have like a back and forth dialogue about like a corporate America job environment versus this startup environment and Mm -hmm. how not that we're obviously trying to get to like become a huge corporation like we're still a small startup but how like there are certain steps that we can take to establish certain like policies and things like that that we might not already have because we're so new and so small right so I've I've definitely talked about it in that way I Um, guess like I just do it like socially I'm like oh yeah like me and my old coworkers used to do this like every week or something like that like and I just feel like after I say it like after it comes out of my mouth I'm like 
is that like offensive not offensive but like hurtful or like I don't think so inappropriate. I mean, I've definitely talked about my old coworkers and stuff just because I do have coworkers from my last job that I still keep in touch with in like a friend kind of way yeah so I don't think it's offensive I think your other example is where things get a little <laughs> bit more touchy okay so and I was gonna get into this so sometimes yeah. I do talk about my last job and my last boss because it's like bad example like I'm like oh my gosh I'm so glad that we do this here because like right. my last job my last boss was like An not idiot. great yeah <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> so I'm like I kind of use it to contrast like but in a good way like, right I love that's, it here that's because... what I was trying to say yeah so example two I feel like sometimes I talk about my past relationships too much in my current relationship and again maybe this is just me not really being aware of like how it makes other people feel but I guess I'm so okay with people talking about their exes if it's in, like, not a negative way. But, like, obviously <laughs> yeah, I don't want them to be like, yeah, I really miss my ex. Like, I wish you could be more like her. <laughs> but if they were like, you know what, my ex used to do this. Like, I'm so, like, glad that you're like this. It just makes me appreciate it that much more. Mm-hmm. Which is what I do. Like, right. without saying too much. Like, I try to tell Nick, like, in my last relationship, blah, 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 or in my past relationships... whatever happened but like I'm so glad that you do this and like I can see how I'm different now because of whatever right but sometimes I feel like it gets to the point where like he never says this but he's like shut the fuck up about your past relationships I understand that (laughs) I just feel like it's relevant in the conversation like I don't want to act like it didn't happen because I feel like it's a huge part of who you are right no and I I'm like Everyone knows this, like, I'm all for, like, not deleting Instagrams because, like, I think that's a part of who you are, and, like, I've never deleted one of my exes off of my Instagram, like, my photos, I mean. <laughs> not that I haven't blocked them or something. <laughs> Definitely have done How that. is that different, though? Because <laughs> I want to remember it. Okay. I think, yeah. like, keeping the pictures doesn't really bother you one way or another, so you, like, keeping them is like, oh, yeah, like, I'm not bitter. I kept the photos up, but, yeah, I blocked them. <laughs> No, I haven't really blocked many exes either, but I don't know. I think that there becomes a point where it can be too touchy, but I do think it is okay in certain circumstances. Like, if you're casually bringing it up, even if it's not a negative thing about them or it's not even, like, a contrast-compare thing, Mm -hmm. even if it's just like, oh, this happened, blah, 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 because it has something to do with what you're, like, what's happening now. Right. Well, in that case, I just say my friend. Like, I'm like, That's oh. low-key the move. I, like, if something comes up and he's like, oh, yeah, like, so-and-so has a German Shepherd. I'm like, oh, yeah, one of my friends from college has a German <laughs> Shepherd, which none of my exes did. But, like, I, so, sometimes I'll say that because I'm like, in that situation, okay, it's I've, inappropriate to say my ex because that makes him think about my ex for no good reason. I've know? definitely like, done that. It doesn't change the story <laughs> no matter who it is, you know? I've definitely done that. I've been like, oh, yeah. <laughs> My friend, like, lives in this city. Yeah, I'm like, oh, my friend's dad works for that company. <laughs> but I've actually gotten in trouble because, like, Nick, like, really likes his band, The Future Birds, and one of my exes really liked them. And he's like, wow, like, how have you heard about them? And I'm like, well, my friend in college used to listen to them. He's like, what friend? And I'm like, well, actually, it's my ex <laughs> and then And then I got caught in my own line, and then it made it seem worse because he was like, why did you not just say that in the first place? But I'm like, I just didn't think that it was relevant information. Like, I'm sorry. I mean, like, friend, ex, same thing. No, I mean, I, I mean, it's, really, it's like only when it's relevant. <laughs> I think in certain circumstances, it definitely is okay. I think if you bring up an ex too much, especially if it's like one specific ex that you continuously bring up, yeah. then that's obviously a red flag. Like, 
why is this person, like, always on your mind? Why can you not get this person out of your head? Right. Like, you literally bring them up any chance you get, even if it's, like, even if it's relationship-related and you're, like, okay, in my past relationship, this happened and, like, I'm trying to move forward in a different way or in my past relationship, I liked this and, like, I want this in this relationship, too. Right. I think either way I definitely way, feel like fine. there's a balance, though, because if you talk about it too much, like, it can just pose more insecurities and, like, lead to a bad headspace. Exactly. So I feel like there's a good balance. I do think, like, I don't know. I've definitely been the re- on the receiving end of, like, the uncomfortability side of it where someone was, like, yeah, my ex, blah, 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 and I'm, like, the fuck? See, it's funny because, like, Nick doesn't talk about his, and I'm, like, so tell me about your ex because, like, I also just want to <laughs> pick at people's brains and, like, I'm very self-aware. Like, I know why I am the way that I am because right. of, like, life experiences that I've been through, including past relationships. Right. So I'm, like, trying to figure out more about him, obviously, because I'm still getting to know him, like, six months in. And I'm, yeah. like, why does he act like this, like, when we have a fight? And I'm, like, so tell me about, like, your past relationships. He's, like, why do you want to know? And yeah. I'm, like, because it helps me get to know you better. And, like, I don't, I don't care, like... Obviously, I know that you want to be with me and not them, or else you would be with them, so. I do feel like guys are much more closed off. Well, also, like, for me, if you wanted to, like, stalk any of my ex-boyfriends, like, you could literally just scroll on Instagram. Exactly, yeah. And, like, you could at least get an idea of who they were just by, like, creeping on their pictures and stuff. See, he doesn't, he, like, doesn't have any photos or anything. Same with Ross. And it's bothering me. But I, I mean, I found out intel from, from sources. I know. Well, but, no, even still, like, it's still hard to get a good read because I'm like, well, I don't really have a good idea of who they are. Not that your social media presence is who you are, but... Basically. I've definitely... <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Good, We've uh... all creeped on someone's ex using social media. Oh, yeah. Like, Except I, I can't even do that. And I think it's bothering me, like, because I'm so used to having that information, like, at the palm of my hand, literally. Well, it's also hard, too. So, like, Nick isn't... A college friend. He's not in your inner circle. You have really no connection with him. Yeah. Which honestly is like one of the best things about our relationship. No, it's I so didn't realize. Refreshing. Yeah. No, I think it's so good to date people outside of your inner circle because you get so comfortable with those people and stuff. But then like, not that you know too much about them. I don't think that like you could ever know too much about your partner. Like mm-hmm. I think it's good to know them fully. But Sometimes when you know, like, all of their history, like, people do change. Like, people always make comments to me about, like, how Ross was in college, and I understand that he was, like, a huge partier then. (laughs) But, like, he's totally not anymore. Like, obviously, we all have our moments, but that's not who I know him as. Right. So, it's, like, frustrating to me when people, like, generalize a person in a specific way because that's how they knew them. Like, I feel like if you've known someone for so long, sometimes you can, like, pigeonhole them into being a certain personality but people do evolve a lot yeah exactly like I'm definitely not the same as I've been like probably like in my four past relationships consecutively absolutely yeah like I've totally been like I'm looking at myself and like all of my past relationships and like I have been so different not because like I change based on who I'm dating but just because like I've grown so much in like I mean, obviously, we're 25, right? Well, you're still 24. (laughs) But (laughs) it's like we've changed so much since we've met. Never mind, like, since we, like, were 20. Like, since I was 20 till now, like, the past five years, like, so much of my life has changed so dramatically. Like, my whole 
vibe, persona, whatever. <laughs> I mean, the people that know me that are my best friends are like, no, you're still the same, which I am, like, but at in- my heart. Internally, yeah. Yeah, at my, in my heart, I'm the same, but I've definitely evolved. Wow, that was very um, insightful. Yeah. But... Let us know what you think, people. <laughs> like, I'm really curious yeah. as to how other people handle, like, talking about their exes and stuff, or even talking about their old job Because and their I do job. think that it's healthy to not hold it in. I do think it's healthy to talk about it. Like I agree. I Don't say, hide who you were. Yeah. But, again, balance is key. For but sure. I was going to say, I do have um, a really good friend from high school who is engaged now, and her and her boyfriend, I mean, fiance, I guess have, like, a really great relationship, but they don't even touch the topic of people that they used to talk to. Like, he doesn't know her number, which is a whole other conversation that we can get into later, but they don't talk about, like, people that they used to date, I was that they used say, to hook up with. Like, this kind of plays into the, the number situation because I feel like everyone always talks about, like, how many people have you had sex with before? Honestly speaking, Ross and I have never had that conversation I don't feel like it's necessary. It's definitely not necessary. I think that people ask it out of insecurity more than anything else. Because that, knowing that information is not going to help you. Knowing it, whether it's way higher than I thought or way lower than I thought, it's really not going to, like, change my opinion on who he is as a person. Right. Like, knowing if he's been hurt in a past relationship or if he's hurt somebody, like, that has a play on how he's going to be in a relationship with you one way or another but I think knowing how many people he's had sex with like is such irrelevant I feel like it's such an immature question to ask like I've had guys ask me in the past and every time they have I'm literally like why does it matter like it shouldn't matter it doesn't matter if it's literally one or if it's 101 I think you're right though it definitely stems out of like insecurity like I think guys I mean personally speaking I've never asked the question myself. Like, I've only been asked and then asked back because, like, well, fuck, if I'm, if you're going to know mine, then I'm going to know yours. Right. But, like, (laughs) I feel like every single time I've been asked it, it's always been about insecurity. Yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know. It's definitely, it's funny to me when I, like, hear people still talking about that. Like, we're 25. Like, is that... Well, let us know what you think, um, and if you want us to dig deeper, obviously we have the capability to do so, so hit us with a DM or call the voicemail and let us know, and we can do a whole other segment on that, but yeah, speaking sure. of the voicemail, we got two voicemails in, so hey, keep calling, voicemail. 704-659-6974. Boom. Um, Are we going to play one today? We can play two, because one is just um, a general. Okay. Hit us with Oh, it. actually, we have three. Shit. Okay. Okay. Here goes number one. Oh, the Millies are back. Seeing that episode in my podcast notification brought tears to my eyes. Uh, being serious, you guys have given me so much good advice over the last two uh, tier few years and including, you know, some shitty boy situations. You guys have given great advice. I know my friends listen. You've given them great advice. And just love hearing how everyone's really growing up. 25 is big league uh anyway keep up the good work can't wait to see where everybody goes back oh i love to hear it i know me too honestly people with the voicemails they like hit my hit in my heartstrings they really do and like when people say that we give good advice that's actually help them and the fact that we just do this like so nonchalantly is pretty funny but it's also like it really hits 
hits the heart. It hits deep, man. Because I'm like, I... We love you, Millies. We love you so much. <laughs> Why do you do. think we came back? Because, like, <laughs> It was honest, all for you. It was for you. Okay. I think this one has, like, an actual question. Okay. Ooh, it's a long one. Oh. Okay. Hey, ladies. Glad to have you back. Uh, this is Phil from Dallas. Got some questions around proposing to my girlfriend and engagement rings. Plan on proposing sometime this fall, I think October or November. Um, but have some questions. You know, what are some things that you think guys typically may forget about? Uh, anything that you want your boyfriends when that time comes to think about? Um, oh my gosh, we did this. <laughs> both your parents got their blessing, started looking at rings, have a good idea of what you want. Good, you know, good. two girls care if it's a mime diamond versus a lab grown diamond. It's already more than I know. Um, you know, should be kind of a like engaging thing where all our friends, like we do it privately and then a big party, you know, anything to help uh, would be greatly appreciated. Unfortunately, she's not a listener yet, so feel free to go all in on this question and um, thanks for the help. Bye. All right, so like obviously <laughs> we literally spent half of the episode talking about this, but it's actually really coincidental because we didn't even do that on purpose. I know, we definitely didn't, but. There are a few things I feel like we can still talk about. Okay. So, lab-grown diamond versus real diamond. Lab-grown diamonds are, like, the mazanite or whatever. No. I don't know. Okay. It's a... <laughs> you lost me. It's a type of stone. It's basically a diamond, almost identical, but it's not. And honestly, it's definitely more... Is um, it cheaper? It's cheaper, and it's also more environmentally friendly. Depends on what the girl oh, thinks. Oh, it's not, like, grown in mine. Right. So, it really depends on the girl's perspective on this. I've thought about it, personally, just because you can get, like, a two-carat ring for, like, three grand. When you get a two-carat diamond, they start at, like, ten. Damn. So, I mean, if she wants a bigger ring and she doesn't care, I would say go for it. I don't think I would care. What are the downsides? There's really no downsides. Except for, like, you knowing that it's, like, a lab-grown diamond versus a non-lab-grown diamond. I mean, I literally buy fake Louis Vuitton bags <laughs> from China, so <laughs> I am the last to care. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Some people are like, well, this is, like, a piece of jewelry you're going to have for the rest of your life. I, that, I don't... Yeah, I will say that if it, like, has um But it's not value. like it lasts less amount of time. It's just a different stone. I've also kind of entertained the idea of not getting a diamond at all and, like, going on a a, the different stone route but I do think it depends on the girl obviously you said you've kind of looked at rings with her you kind of have an idea of what she wants honestly just get her exactly <laughs> what she wants yeah my friend who just got engaged her boyfriend now fiance got her exactly what she wanted she is so happy the ring is beautiful like sometimes it's just so much easier to go that way right a lot of less anxiety involved. It's, like, I mean, I think there are some guys that are probably, like, artsy enough and, like, stylish enough to understand they might be able to go a little bit off of exactly what she wants and she'll still be really happy and she might be even happier because it was kind of more unique. It was partially your choice. Mm -hmm. But I think there are very few people that can pull that off. So I think you you have to be very self-aware yeah. in that sense. And there's nothing wrong with that, too. Like, I don't think it has to be a surprise. I mean, my mom was, like... I picked out my engagement ring. Yeah. Like, I knew exactly what I wanted, and I got exactly what I wanted, and it was a beautiful-ass ring. Unless, like, you're literally sending pictures to your best friend who was then relaying the information, just, like, ask her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sure it's, really, it's really not that big of a but deal. But good luck. I mean, I don't think he's missing anything. Like... You ask the parents, that's big. 
Um, yeah. Obviously, I think that's Some important. people are not into that, but I think we could debate that and we're running out of time. But Yeah. <laughs> I mean... I think we actually have probably in the past. You got to ask the parents. Yeah. And, and in my case, my brother, please. <laughs> Aw. Um, but good luck. Yeah. And as soon as you get engaged, tell Send her. Send us pics. Oh, my God. I can't. I'm so excited for I feel like it's not even wedding season anymore because, like, now all these weddings have been postponed. It's just engagement season it's for, engagement like, the season. next 10 years of our life. How many en- engagements have you seen in the past two weeks? A shit ton. Oh, my But I, mine started earlier, too, I think, though. Yeah. Um, But, it's yeah, good. once you put the ring on her finger, say, I got advice from Mads and KB from Millennials and Mimosas, so now that we're going to start this partnership, you're going to become a listener. Yeah. You have to listen when and we then go on road trips and shit. have her mash that subscribe button. Yeah. Just mash it for her while she's <laughs> sleeping. Just, like, steal her phone and just subscribe. So, you know, on a random Thursday morning, she just gets a notification for a new pod. Yeah, and she's going to thank you. That's our only <laughs> last piece of advice. You're doing everything else right. I love it. All right, we'll play one more. Are we going to do it? We're going to play a third one? Should we? I don't know. Or should okay, we we'll, we'll it? keep it. We'll keep it. Because I don't want to skim these people. Yeah. I want to give them good quality long what if What if it's a 20-minute segment right there, you know? I know. You never know. Well, we'll just have it wait till next time, I guess. Yeah, we got we got to do a little tease at the end, you know. For sure. People got to know we're going to be back again next week. I love how this ended up being like a wedding dog workout cult episode. <laughs> what else did we talk about? I'm- oh, inappropriate things to, or inappropriate times to bring up your ex. Yeah. Inappropriate amounts, I guess. Well, of course we talked about relationships because what the fuck else do we talk about on this This show? This is a relationship podcast. Yeah. And now it's a dog mom podcast. (laughs) Yeah, you have two dog moms here. Holla. If you need advice, we are... Or if you have advice, please hit me up. Either way. All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. next Wednesday, next Thursday morning. Coming to your pods. Still haven't found my other one. Bye. Bye. She say I'm a dog, but it takes one to know one. All right. And I can go for hours, ain't believe me, had to show one. All right. See, I prefer the flow and not the bed. Feeding for me, I can get it with. She say I'm a dog, but it takes one to know one. All right. Let me, let me see you driving through a deck. I'm about to pin you to the carpet like it's slow. You going I'm about to make you get off it.